Hey, welcome to Copy Room Chronicles. Hey everybody, I'm Eliza. And I'm Crystal Thomas. Um, I teach 7th grade social studies at a charter school in the Bronx. I teach 6th grade science at the same charter school in the Bronx. That's how we know each other. And welcome to our first episode of our podcast. We're so excited. We're so excited to be here. So the first thing that we want to talk about is what our podcast is about. We are both educators and we're here to just give you a real life look at who teachers are in and outside of the classroom. Exactly. So it's like so many teachers get when they first start like, yo, you a teacher? All the time. Like, actually I am. And there's like, (laughs) there's so many things you don't know. Like, I love when I like link up with my friends and we just talking about work or like catching up and I just tell them stories. Like I was just with one of my best friends and um, I was showing her like a text <laughs> from a student or whatever or a parent. And I was like, yo, like this is what I do because they're in media and movies mm-hmm. and it's, it's just, it's different. It's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Like we all live like different lives, right? So we're in front of students every single day and some of our friends are like, out recording the weather like they're out <laughs> recording the weather. no yeah, like no doing fact. films like playing sports like doing so many other things but it's so i think being a teacher is like yes so rewarding i feel like we <laughs> i feel like we live a double life we definitely live a double life it's just like i don't know we just spoke to it the fact that like we go out on the weekends and we do speaking of the weekends before we keep going we digress sorry what you do this weekend k time um i went i went to the bar <laughs> I had dinner and then went to the bar. And me, I slept in. It was super chill. And then I had, like, dinner with a friend. But, like, speaking to this double life, like, the fact that you was at the bar and then tomorrow you're going to be lesson plan and ready to go, like, educating and elevating the optimism. (laughs) Right. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. What are we doing? So, I mean, I know that we're teachers, but, like, people need to know, like, who teachers are outside of the classroom. Who are you outside of the classroom? Outside of the classroom, I feel like it's like so much energy, but I appreciate silence. <laughs> Maybe because of this job we have. Yeah. And when I'm home, I am binging on a show. I like to be on my couch with snacks. That sounds so lame. No. Um, but then when what? I want to turn up, turn up, it's just like, you know, I hit up a couple people and be like, that's the word. Absolutely. Because he can Oh. <laughs> okay. You okay. won't. You will not. Okay. Not. We don't have to. We don't have to. <laughs> But <laughs> I think I'm talk about my birthday. <laughs> Since you brought it up. No. <laughs> no, okay, so outside of the classroom I definitely think I like to chill. I definitely like to burn a candle, like burn some oils at home, watch something, read a book for a little bit, but I also like to go out. I love a brunch. Yes. I love brunch. Whoever created brunch, prime. prime optimus prime but i would love to go to brunch love to go to museums anything that's out i'd love to do it movies whatever so even though we're like living this double life and thinking about the life we chose or some of us really didn't choose it right because we came here you think about how people got into the profession and i feel like it's more rare to hear somebody who went to undergrad for teaching than to hear that somebody went through like a Teach for America or um, some other alternative like teaching program. I think that's the truth now, more so than before. Yeah. I can, almost all of my friends that are educators have done TFA or some other program that's similar to, and 
we're still here. It's a little controversial, though. It is. It is. It's like a beef between like people who went to school for education and then those who didn't, because they probably feel like, listen, this is what I studied. Like, you didn't. You came from something completely left, and now you're coming here, and no, you are going to stay. Like, the longevity is also different, right? Definitely. I feel like before you had teachers who were there for twenty years. Yeah. Um. And now it's like, all right, five years, whoop. I'm passing through. Two years. And now I'm on to be lawyer, doctor. I don't know. What are your thoughts? How does it I mean, no, when you said that, I'm like, yo, no, that's for, no, I get it. It's, it's undermining. I feel like people hype up the teaching profession and, oh my God, you're a teacher. That's mm-hmm. amazing. You're doing great. But there's a lack of respect for the profession. It's like. Yeah. It's a lack of respect. respect on it. Put some respect on my chat. <laughs> a couple commas would be nice. A couple commas would be nice. But no, I get it. All jokes aside, though, is it's difficult. But I also feel like there's, when I think about my group of friends or network of friends that I came into the profession with, a lot of them are still in it in some capacity. Absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. I even think about people who went back to go to law school like they're doing something for education yeah or they're still keeping like some form of justice in their line of work and making sure that they're breaking down these institutionalized forms of racism yeah and inequities so it's pretty dope how did you i know i came into teaching through tfa and i used to argue people down like arguments okay I'm not going to be a teacher. And, like, I'm here and I love it. And even when I leave the classroom, I still plan on continuing doing something for education. Yeah. So how did you come in? So I'm from the Bronx. Um, Wasn't born here. I was born in Brooklyn. I raised in the Bronx and, like, did all of my schooling in the Bronx. So, like, I love this community. Like, I still live in it. Um, And I never thought I was going to be a teacher. Like, I didn't think I was going to work for the school I went to. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would have never crossed my mind. But long story short, I did undergrad at Syracuse University and um, one of my friends from college had applied in the first round of Teach for America. She was like, yo, you should look into this. I think you should do it. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, she was like, no. Like, you know what I mean? She was like, just the what's the worst that could happen? You can like withdraw, say you don't want to do it. Like, just see what it's about. And so I did the application. It was super extensive. But as I went through each phase, each round, I got, like, more invested and was excited. And um, I got in. And then I moved to Houston. And um, I taught in Houston for four years before I moved back home. And, yeah, um, I know people have a lot of mixed feelings about Teach for America, like, their experiences. But I had a great experience. And I had a great time. Yeah. (laughs) I had a great time. What a wonderful world. (laughs) Okay. Where were you turning up at Institute? We were in Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told we me. were in Philly. We had a good time. Philly was a good time. It's a nice place. <laughs> you go back. It's a, um, not to live, to visit. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a nice place. But how you got into this case, huh? Um, <clears throat> so, in high school, I had teachers who were from Teach for America, and they just cared about us a little bit different, right? Like, those were the ones who put the extra time in, spoke to us let us know about all the opportunities that are out there and, like, different schools that we could apply to, right? And it just made us believe. So I always carry that with me, especially my mentor. Like, I think about what he did for us all the time and, like, how could I do that for other people? But I never knew, like, it would manifest in the form of teaching. 
So I went to school. I studied agriculture. Right? So cool. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to come out. I'll do something like an environmental work. I'll go out and like be on farms or like be an environmental lawyer. And, but when I was graduating, I was like, no, like real talk, I need a job. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll teach, I'll teach a little bit of math. Like, I'll make sure of that. So I applied to teach for America. Um, and went through all of the rounds, all of the interviews and I got in. And so I was coming back home to New York okay. and I was going to teach math in Brooklyn and I'm still here. And so, during this segment of our show, like, that's kind of what you get to hear. Somebody super dope in the profession, um, or people uh, contributing to the profession in any way just get to share their dope story, and like how they're just disrupting oppressive practices in education. You know, so important, this work that we do, and like the kids that we serve, and we get the privilege of serving kids who look like us. What? Like. Don't you have a good time? It's, like, I, I love it, like. I'm a middle school teacher, and most days I'll tell you I hate it, but in the deep depths of my heart, I, I'm i here for it. Like, right. The kids are a good time. No, they're, they're what yeah. makes the job, like, what it is. The conversations with them, just their jokes, like, their responses to certain things. <laughs> or talking about, like, who they are interested in and, like... Seriously. They're my new problem. Right. <laughs> if you only... But it's so extreme. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so big to them right now, and I can't take that away from them. Like, no, Yes, that is a good, like... <laughs> it's extreme for you right now. I gotta feel you. I love it. So... But I love getting to know my kids in and outside the classroom. Um, not even just to teach them, because I love the content I teach. Right. Um, and it's just, like amazing to empower them with like that sort of access to knowledge mm-hmm. um but just building that relationship with them and yeah. getting to know them right sometimes you don't you don't even think about what you're doing right but just asking them how was your day like how are you feeling right now do you want to do this do you need a break like, go ahead go get some water <laughs> yeah. go get some water like it's all right that is my line <laughs> that is my line like, if it's a kid who like just seems uninvested Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, you need a break, or like, what's up? Yeah. But if it's a kid who like elevates me <laughs> and be having me hot, or I antagonize them <laughs> or whatever, and they upset, I'm like, go get a drink of water. You look, you look like you need a drink of water. Go ahead. Not and a student just, that gets me hot because I know, yeah, I know the feeling. It's like when the back of your neck <laughs> starts warming up and your hair stands up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like you know what? Rubs hands. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we are moving on to our dope dealer section oh um, no 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 we just went through that all right we, i'm here moving on. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving on <laughs> but pd this is me in professional development like no that was good yes because i like yes why blank phase side i feel like i get i feel like the kids in pd yeah absolutely we're in class Definitely. So it'd be like, yes, sometimes you're like feeling very inspired and, and definitely developed professionally. And then sometimes the thought bubble says, well, okay, Tom. Um, this is just in talking about professional development, though. You know the one thing that I hate? What? Icebreakers. What? <laughs> Why do you hate icebreakers? I don't know. I just, like, let's, what are we here for? Can we, can we do the program? <laughs> like, go ahead. Go ahead. Me, but. So, 
Sorry, we was... We in the spirit of professional development. Or pointless discussions. Yes, because sometimes the PDs can be sent in an email. Do you agree? <laughs> and you could have sent me a worksheet <laughs> in a video. You could have. Not a worksheet, though. Oh, my God. I can't. So, right now, we got a bowl of Skittles in front of us. And, um... <laughs> K-Town, pick two colors. All right. Um, I'm going to take yellow and orange, the ones nobody eats. It's great. That's why I didn't even put it up here as an option. Great? Great, yeah. That one is delicious. Second to the red. (laughs) I can't. Speaking of red, I got red and green. So, K-Tom, since you got yellow, share your dream job. Um, My dream job would be like having some sort of like juice bar or a health food store. (laughs) Doing stuff like that. Um, I would also be (laughs) low-key. I would be a scrapper. (laughs) <laughs> like a little bit of sing a little bit of rap <laughs> and swag it out I really would but how so you are gonna be <laughs> like, a trap soul artist um yes who has a has a, has a juice with shop. a juice bar <laughs> what <laughs> yes that's amazing yes I'm here I'm here for come all get your carrot ginger <laughs> and listen and catch a vibe like really Really? I cannot. Go ahead. What did oh you do? Oh my god! I got, all right. So let me tell you my favorite hobby. So one of my favorite things to do, and uh, my best friend put me onto this, was reading Amazon reviews. <laughs> so first of all, let's. I love me some Amazon Prime. Like today, here for it. We need it. They constantly send me emails though about like writing reviews. I'll never. I don't have time. But people actually make time. They do. They How make, mad do you have to be though? I don't know, but I'm actually going to read you a review. So my, let me be clear. I like to do the one-star reviews. These people be pissed. And so, but they have time. Like, they really be going in. And so I got to read you a review. I want so a good voice. voice. Like, All a right. good. <clears throat> All right. So here we go. This is Susie, who bought a vacuum. Yeah, her name is Susie. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. And Susie is upset. She's hot. She said, do not buy this vacuum cleaner if you have any pets. Mm. Any was all caps. In parentheses, I have two dogs. Mine stopped functioning correctly the first time I used it. The sweepers inside the part that goes over the flood, over the floor, excuse me, stopped twirling. Mm. I thought I just overwhelmed it. Pulled out the fur and then started to sweep the floor with a broom each time before I vacuumed. Problem number one. <laughs> but go ahead. I never did get the sweepers to twirl again because although I tried to pick out all the dog fur, they were hopelessly clogged. As a result, there's very little sucking function. I just moved it back and forth across the floor fruitlessly. (laughs) I'm kicking this machine to the curb. I guess I'll buy a new broom. Like, Susie had time. Because she was, like, level 10. Angry. She Big said mad. it was hopelessly clogged. She was like super saying that. <laughs> like, she was. So yes, that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, K Tom, you got the wild card. So oh. what do you, I don't know how you're gonna top that, but um, what's something we don't know about? So <laughs> you ever sat down when you was watching a show and you did not like the response that one of the characters gave? Oh, <laughs> so let's say if you watching like Shark Tank or something like that. <laughs> And somebody walks in with an idea that you think is not good. And you're like, no, it's enough for me. I'm not. Like, really? 
I'm in the show. Sometimes, like, when I'm home alone, I'm in the show. I'm on the show. I don't care. I love it. And this is why I personally like icebreakers at work. No. What's your next? <laughs> Please go with your last schedule so we can get over this. Oh, my God. All right. So, my favorite place on earth, Um, you will find me on the beach. Mm-hmm. White sand. Mm-hmm. Blue water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're not going to orchard? <laughs> No, I'm not going to Orchard. If you can tell me and Kate Tom are from the Bronx, why people find a reason to bring up Orchard and it's nasty? It's because City Island is right around the corner. I haven't been in so long, like. <laughs> but so who has time, right? We don't, and that's what brings us to the unpredictability <laughs> of our Yo, personal. We will, be, we will have you out here all day and so professional life. Away. Like, and how do we find balance between those times where we do want to go to City Island and get, um, you know. Hello, and then the times where we do have to come to work or like do an extra PD outside of our normal teaching hours. How do we find balance? So I feel like most teachers will tell you like I really love my job, Mm -hmm. like I give it so much, and this and that. Um, But it's like if you can't be your be your best self at work, like you can't sustain. Mm -hmm. And so like for me, this is gonna seem like minor, but I breathe. Mm. I used to get to work really late all the time as a first year teacher and I was walking with kids and so to avoid not having to do that and to get some buffer between some buffer between having to see kids and like having my days get started I'd start getting to work earlier and on my way to picking up kids like I'm literally inhaling like positive vibes positive affirmations exhaling the negativity but I, I also think, like, there's a moment that got you there, right? That lets you know, okay, I need this in order to get prepared for the day. Like, what was your teachable moment that brought you to a place of, I need calm before? Um, I think it was another coworker. Mm-hmm. So, and this literally, I'm seven years in the game, but it took me a long time to get to this point. Um, and a coworker was just like, on their vacations, they actually use them. Mm. Like, they're literally stamping up their passport. Mm. Nicaragua, Portugal, all of these places. And I'm thinking about, what am I doing on my break? You know right. what I mean? Like, thinking about work, thinking I have to, like, be doing work. That's true. And That's so like, true. On your vacation. And it's just like, actually, I'm not. Mm. I'm not. And after, like, talking to that teacher and just them sharing their stories, I feel like that's where I... And working towards finding my balance. It's obviously going to be hard. It's, it's not going to come natural. If you're a first year teacher, please don't think. What? Sorry. First year? It's not going to be you. Like, you're going to be really stressed. First year day. is like, am I sinking or swimming today? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, you gradually get to a point where it's like, oh, okay, like, now I kind of understand the concept. Okay, now I understand. Oh, there's kids in the room. Okay. Yeah, we're like, okay, you know, <laughs> like this. Okay, we out here. And so, <laughs> that's. It's crazy how, like, you go through those different um, stages of teaching to get to the point where you are now. So I've only been teaching for four years, but I think one thing that was a teachable moment for me is my mom. One day was just like, you're not at work. That's... And it's like, okay, so I'm bringing my character that I have to portray to the students. Yeah. Home. Yes. Right? No, definitely. like, I'm doing that everywhere. I can, like, let loose. I definitely feel like... I don't know, maybe because we went into the profession at 22. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, something about teaching, I feel like I grew up faster. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like while my friends were, like, fresh out of college, like, 
still they got to do different things because yeah you also have to think if you're sitting down at a like at a desk or doing something that's a mm-hmm. little bit different where you don't have so 90 human interaction kids yes needing something from you right like needing your energy you can play around like you can that's do true. different things but you can't yeah. unless it's the weekend okay what do you do for <laughs> wellness Katon? wellness um I do a lot of things. So I talked about my breathing, but um, I listen to my all-time favorite <laughs> trap music. <laughs> um, that is like I love my, how that's a genre. It is. It really <laughs> is. No, it's like one of my favorite things to do. It's it gets me hype. Um, I can dance around to it. And you listen to this on your way to work. I listen to this on my way to work. Absolutely in the gym. <laughs> When I'm grading, you know, why not? <laughs> and that brings us back to like this whole segment around like this double life. Because if your teachers, if your students knew that you was listening to trap, like, right, you was like listening to Cardi and you grading their papers, like, yeah, Cardi, <laughs> you get an eight. eight. That's exactly what I'm thinking. But then, like, meanwhile, during the do now, I'm playing jazz, right? <laughs> and John Coltrane, like, I'm a whole faker. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't. What's your wellness thing for the week? Um, so I brought up the breathing. Um but yeah, I don't know, I can't think of nothing else besides breathing. I think it I'm still working on my strategies. Yeah. So you know what, as I <laughs> add a really couple are. more, because I'm not I'm not I don't have all the balance. It's hard. I'm not gonna front like I got it together, I don't. Yeah. You know it was really hard too, I think, in terms of wellness coming back after a long break. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Can we dig in? Let's dig in. <laughs> this is why I learned not to teach an academic lesson the first day you get back from break. Mm-hmm. Because if I was a whole mood <laughs> about two Wednesdays ago, then I'm not going to do that to the kids. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> but we digress. It has been an amazing first show. It has. And we hope you stayed with us the whole time. <laughs> well we hope you came back right okay, and you, you know, keep coming back that's what we want you to do so thank you for tuning in to copy room chronicles and we will see you next time peace later